This is the public deposition of the accused Jesse the Body Ventura. The trial of the people of the multiverse versus Jesse the Body Ventura and Time Duke Rich. This deposition will be airing at anchor.fm forward slash jfabe. It is declassified for the interest of interdimensional time traveling public. It is rated S for smarks only. Broadcast to marks who have not traveled interdimensionally is punishable by Twitter cancellation. So where do you want to start then? How long have you been on Earth? Well, the last time I was there was midnight on December 1st, 1999. So for you, this is quite early in your time stream. Maybe we should have got a more mature instance of you to testify. That's an ambitious assumption to make. How so? Time jokes rejuvenate. Let's just say this ain't my first rodeo. Okay, Jesse the Body Ventura. It's time you started telling the story. Starting 2021, I think that's a hot spot for this situation. How about I tell you where you begin? I'm the one on trial here. Yes, for the wanton destruction of at least four known universes. Tell me, what does that sound like? Me, apparently. How very droll. No, I genuinely mean me. Part of my sentence for this trial, the one I'm participating in right now, is to become the voice of the Time Duke's Galactic Emergency Broadcast System. Whenever a timeline-altering event happens, any speaker that detects a trans-dimensional time traveler nearby announces the danger with my voice. It's so I can carry the shame. What shame is that? The shame of countless individuals whose lives never happened. I knew the sound of my voice before I even had it as the harboring of her doom. Every time Duke who ever lives, prays, I am not their next regeneration. So you already know the outcome of this trial. Why testify at all if you know you're going to live? Because it doesn't matter to me. It can only go one way. And I know this body ends somewhere very different. The Battle of 316. I'm not going to talk to you about the Battle of 316 or WrestleMania 300. It's beyond even your clearance. Then where do we start? Let's start with the quantum lockdown. In early 2021. This is a message from the Snarfler Time Juke Intercontinuity Union. This causal branch of Universe C64 Adjunct Delta is suffering a Ventura-level collapse between Earth Time, April 1988, and WrestleMania 305. All travelers are advised to avoid this causal junction at all costs. Please invoke a Type 3 quantum force field or risk a total timeline rewrite. Be on the lookout for causal typhoons. 
Blimey! Do you hear that? Shit. Ventura level collapse. Not that. Is there a turn to bridges retardish? Yeah. And he ain't half going some speed. Let's chase him. No. I'll take the robot core. You find the clone. Good luck, Nigel. And thanks. Back out your buddy. Stay safe, my love. Oh, Kenny. I've got to go. May God have mercy on us all. This is an announcement from MJF on behalf of the Elite and Tony Khan. Please clear all walkways of May Young Station and Prison to make way for your designated emergency quantum stasis chamber, sponsored by Slim Jim. Slim Jim, if you were a dog, we'd be food right now. This is an announcement from Triple H on behalf of Vince McMahon to all residents of the Full Sail Peninsula and Satellite 316. The United Entertainment of Planets Fleet are erecting a level 9 quantum force field uh, around the boundaries of WWE Universe brought to you by Mountain Dew. Embalm your loved ones with Mountain Dew today for dewy freshness. <laughs> uh. When you've lived as long as I have and travel interdimensionally, you know that my voice through the emergency broadcast system means that history could be rewritten at any moment by a rogue element. In this case, J-Fabe. Traveling fast through that war zone, the father of that rogue element, Time Duke Rich, knew he had to protect the one he caught in the crossfire from the damage it may cause. So, this is the retardist. Finally got here. Um, Time Duke Math has told me that you waited a long time to get here. If I remember correctly, this instance of you is the version of Jay that was left on planet Earth in 2019 because I got called into the Battle of 316 in the Christmas special. Then you podcasted with this clone version of me from the other dimension. Listen to a few of the recent podcasts on the way here. He's good, but I know I'm better. Hmm. You're quiet. I get it. Totally excited to be back with the real deal. Listen, mate, I'd love to go on adventures and battle space toasters or whatever, but there's a Ventura-level collapse going on due to the evil son we left in 1988. He became evil. Um, fuck, I'm rambling. Really? Really shouldn't be rambling. Guess I'm nervous. Ugh, it's been so long. Is, is it nervous? Is this what humans call nervous? Never felt that before. A hundred years in this body and I've never felt nervous before. It's like a cat took a shit in my stomach. How do I turn it off? Anyway, Jesse will know what to do next. He always knows what's going to happen next. So, go find Jesse? Yeah? Sound like an idea? Jay? Jay, Jay Rooney? Yeah? Me and you? Go on our venture? Maybe that, that feeling you're feeling is, is guilt. I, I, I don't know what that'd feel like. I, I generally don't know. What, what would I have to feel guilty about? I don't know. You said you was going to take me on this crazy adventure, and then all of a sudden I'm just stuck here with this clone. Oh, yeah. Um, sorry about that. Sometimes things kind of just kind of happen when you're a time traveller. Uh, it's a bit shit. I know. Um, still makes sense. No, you can just come back and you think you can just be like, oh yeah, come to the retardist, Jay. Well, 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 you, you kind of came with me, but also, um, if you don't, then, like, if, if something don't, don't happens... Don't tell me, don't tell me, don't tell me the world's going to implode or something. Well, it's kind of like that, basically, like, you've... 
So you were involved in the whole 1988 thing, um, or at least the, there's probably a version of you out there. I, I don't know what state the Earth is in, but if JFabe goes back and my son JFabe, the evil one, goes back and changes history, you might be affected by that and it might completely rewrite your life. Um, and if I'm honest, I, I imagine that you'd probably genuinely like the life that you've already had. Um, like you could, you could wake up tomorrow and like, I don't know, be be a stripper or something. <laughs> like I wouldn't mind it, but you might. That's that's how these rewrites work. It's 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 a Ventura level collapse, mate. Uh, I mean, there are very few of those, but I mean, essentially how it works is someone changes the past and then a giant wave comes out of that moment and travels through all of time and space and completely rewrites it, like a, like, like a CD being rewritten. And if you're somebody who has had contact with time travelers, you could get fucked. Like, and just like all of their contacts with you, if they're affected, could then affect you, then affects everything else. The you only expect way me to just to get into retarded to become 18 months. Well, again, you did get into the retarded, so you kind of wanted to, but at the same time, I hold my hands up 18 months is a long time, um, you know, and I, I left my clone to look after you, you know, kind of had, had a universe to save, mate. Yeah, we've been smashing podcasts oh, ever since. And then yeah, well, suddenly you come back and you think, oh, just bring Jay along. Well, yeah, I thought that maybe we could be like the old times, mate. We, you I've know, already got the old times. What? With a clone? That's right. Yeah, we're both friends. But but he's me. He's, he's just I don't me, know. Mate. I mean... Maybe you should go and save the universe by yourself and I'll just stick with Clone Ridge for now. But, dude, if I leave you on that planet, you're gonna be fucked. Like, something's gonna happen. Like, my son is trying to rewrite history. He's here, we don't know where he is, and he could fuck everything up. And if he does, I don't know what's gonna happen to you on the way out. Like, literally, I don't know what's, what's going to happen to you. Like, I, I, it's not just me on this retardis. There's also, there's also Taz, as you remember, trapped behind the. No, 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 me and me and Taz are best friends. Yeah, and it's, he asked me to come and get you. I, I wanted to come get you, but he made sure that I did. Uncomfortable. Um, shall shall we podcast? Like we used to get on when we podcast all the time. I mean, I podcast all the time. Yeah, I know, but like, would it be okay if we podcasted? See if we got no. some of that old spark. I mean, I've, I've been, I've been, honestly, mate, I've been stuck behind that rift for. 37 years. It's fucking awful. Watching Taz age before me. A universe that was burning. Not 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 like not like on fire, just just burning. 
just just that hot kind of burning where everything turns white, just just planet after planet turning to ash. Bit of wrestling, mate. Bit of wrestling podcast. Cheer me up. Bit of wrestling. Bit of wrestling. Fine, fine, whatever. Fine, let's do it. Will you will you come see Jesse Ventura with me? He'll know where to go next. Mate, this is the adventure. This is the adventure. I know it's not the adventure, I promise, but this will be the adventure. Sure, sure, fine, whatever. You're thinking about the clone, aren't you? You're thinking about the clone. You're not thinking about the clone. Sorry? You're not thinking about the clone and what the clone thinks. Well... It's clone. It's like, it's like, it's like when, right, so if you buy a CD, right, and that CD has like, like you do a copy for somebody, right, and then, and then you accidentally step on that CD, it doesn't bother you because you've still got the original. Time drinks do it all the time, mate. Oh yeah, I just play with people's lives all the time. That's, that's, that's great, Rich. That's, that's awesome, Rich. But uh, yeah, sure. It's uh, driven to a podcast and just act like nothing, nothing has happened. All right, all right. We're, we're going to stay here. I'm going to I'm going to set off a beacon, right? And then we'll wait for Taz to contact us because I know he's going to go pick up Clone Ridge. But I know, I genuinely know. I've got an older version of him currently. In the back of the retardus, he's, he's currently asleep. But yeah, Is, would that make you happy? Yeah, yeah, bring him along. Yeah, do it. All right. Um, do we still call ourselves? Do we still call ourselves JFPN? No. Ah. No, we just just call ourselves JV now. Oh. You are listening to JFabe. I am Time Duke Rich. Um, I am live with Jay. It's the original Jay. Jay, how you doing, man? How's life been going? I've always been the original Jay, but you know, COVID and stuff. It's great. You want to even know about that? I I try and avoid all the all the even number Jays, if I'm utterly honest. Um, there's usually something miserable happening in them. We're going to talk about wrestling today. We're going to talk about wrestling. Wrestling. Yeah. Um, I think I think that's a good place for us to go. Um, so, watch some wrestling on my way over here as I was picking up Jay. Um, kind of looking at where we are on the 7th of the 2nd, 2021, um, which is when I'm planning on producing this. Um, hey, send it out wait, there wait, into wait, the wait. earth. I mean, you've, you've got time to watch wrestling while traveling all the way over here. I am literally a time traveler. <laughs> <laughs> I can travel back to before. Okay. I don't think you get this, man. We could go, like, yeah. Was... All right. All the time in the world, I guess. <laughs> Most of it, yeah. Utterly honest. This is going to be fun. I'm Time Duke Rich. This is Jay. And Together we are Jay Fabe. He's not a robot. Um, Jay, you, that, that could be a really good Twitter address. 
it already is. Okay, uh, I am not a robot. That's how much uh, you've missed. <laughs> Jay's taking up Twitter, everybody. Um, do I do I have a Twitter? <laughs> uh, not a time duke. Oh, that that's that sounds like a clone Twitter. Oh, I'm, I'm sure it'll be fine. Cool. Um, yeah, if you want to get in contact with us at not a time duke, um, Jay has just scrolled it on a note um, and sticky noted it to my forehead thanks for that Jay very no, no aggressive um, and Jay is at um, I am not a robot and are these zeros in robot yeah yeah that's right oh okay um, get in contact with Jay through that um, and oh Time Duke Taz as well you put his little little Time Duke Taz at Time Duke Taz he's there so yeah cool um, wrestling what's been going on in the wrestling world then Jay catch me up catch me up Catch me up. I mean, I'm already caught up mostly, if I want to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I, I took a little break um, as I was on my way here, um, but I did go well, at some speed. Well, it looks like Bullet Club will be taking over the world, as they promised. Yeah, it yeah, seems it like seems there's um, it seems like a cross-promotional organisation, um, doesn't it? Um, like, yeah. I, I, how far do you reckon it'll go? To the point where BC are holding all major titles in all companies I think that could work quite well um, I mean it's ultimate ultimately it's like heel fodder immediately right so like you get a guy who's not even in Bullet Club and make him wear a shirt and win a title and he's a heel so um, I mean I I did the math um, I did the math on the way here and realised that the only place I can think of with no BC alumni in it now um, thanks to his wandering um wondering attitude as it were is Marty Skull and ROH um, any thoughts on how ROH can get themselves involved in this is it a case of taking some AEW guys sending them over to ROH or what they could, could easily use the elite because that's, that's exactly what they were using before so anyone from the elite could really build mm. into that or they're just not going to use ROH yeah um, I mean I think I think it I think ROH would be dropping the ball if they didn't um if they didn't get involved with this but it could in be the a, revolution. it could be a, yeah it could be a bit of a slow burn though um in regards to ROH cuz I don't think there's many people with history there um with with current ABC other than you know not not burning history um other than obviously Cody's stint in ROH and even then Cody's not really that strongly a member of of the elite anymore um, he's kind of got his own thing going off with the Nightmare family, so it seems. So, mm, interesting. You can always send back the young books. Yeah, um, I mean, it's just, do you want to see them fight those two Briscoe bros again? Because um, they're over yes. there, aren't they? Right. I mean, <laughs> Very much. Well, well yeah, you, you kind of do, but it, 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 there's kind of them, there's the whole... LAX thing there's the whole you know what I mean it's it's just the young bucks doing the greatest hits if they go over and get the Briscoe Bros as well um, but that's that's just my thoughts it kind of fit I don't want to be critical of the young bucks but like without a without a solid kind of feed of new tag teams and ex WWE tag teams they're yet to face um, or you know ex allies like in the case of the Good Brothers which obviously that's going to culminate in a title match at some point um, I, I'm just kind of confused as to where they go. 
time juke style. Let's not talk about time jukes. Fine, whatever. <laughs> the only plausible option really is sending back the Young Bucks because they were, they were pretty much a mainstay in ROH whilst working for New Japan Pro Wrestling and holding the championships multiple times. So that would be my would be the only option really, I would say. Okay. Their tag division is also signed at the moment as well, so it would boost ROH tag division. That makes sense. That does make sense. Um, I, I, think I think the Young Bucks would be a reasonable place to go, especially um, a reasonable group to go, um, particularly if the Good Brothers um, do kind of hold the contingent in AEW for a little while as the as the de facto Bullet Club tag team. Um, and it does look like they're they're looking for a more long term um, for a more long term position across both companies, at least while Kenny Omega does his current stint. So. I'm kind of excited for where this is going and obviously this week um, we got confirmation that Kenta um, is now appearing um, at least semi-regularly as far as we're aware on AEW programming as well as NJPW's US-led Strong Show um, which yeah, that's, that's, I was very pleased to see Kenta appear um, Yeah, especially. me too It's hmm? a deal that's been sorted out between Rich Band Pro Wrestling and, or, and AEW Sorry um, yeah, they've got a working relationship going, so we can see see more coming through. Well, I've been thinking for a while, um, and honestly speaking, I've been listening to um, I've been listening to the show, and I know that this this sentiment has been echoed um, on JFA previously um, that New Japan and um, New Japan and AEW really are kind of setting themselves up quite nicely here, um, and I think. I think everybody, everybody who's in the know has really felt that this is going to be something that's going to be happening for quite a while, um, or hoped at least, and, and this confirmation is really a bit of a boost for that, um, particularly with the connotations for Kenny Omega and um, finally having that big blow-off match with Ibushi that's been 10 years yeah, in the, yeah, in the working. Yeah, you were, you were calling that, well, Clay and Rich was calling that for a good few a good few weeks. Um but I imagine you're attached to his memories, so... Um, well, not so much, but um, Blood of a Time Traveller. So, you know, he's probably... Yeah. But yeah, no, I, I think Clone Rich was right on that one. Uh, Clone Rich, um, yeah, there's, there's more... Plausibility? Can't... Is that even a word? Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um... There's more plausibility for it to happen. Yeah, so I could see next year, Wrestle Kingdom, Ibushi versus Kenny Omega which would be definitely the Wrestle Kingdom need to attend. Yeah, um, I 100% agree. And, you know, it's it's something that I've been looking forward to for a while, um, especially, like, before I um, disappeared into... Um, before I disappeared into, um, you know, the void, I was aware very much of the whole... Um, of the whole kind of the fact that New Japan Pro Wrestling were flirting with it um, on on Kenny Omega's exit and just never got round to it because it needed to be a longer story that's told. But the absence of Kenny Omega from New Japan does echo the absence of Ibushi from New Japan as well, um, while Kenny Omega had his meteoric rise. So if they can pull this off, it will be the it will be the kind of the storyline of a lifetime um, in regards to. Wrestling, when it comes to long-term storytelling, it will probably. But then we have the storyline within the storyline because we have the storyline of taking over the wrestling wrestling world, and then we also have the storyline of Don Callis manipulating Kenny Omega, and the Young Bucks see it, 
So there's also that bit as well. But obviously, Don Callis can be easily removed from the whole thing. Yeah. Um, I mean, ultimately, if Kota Ibushi was ever going to have that blow-off match with Kenny Omega, it needs to be the cleaner that does it. So perhaps Don Callis is that dark element um, that kind of that kind of forces Kenny Omega to take that stand, take that step. You know. So yeah, no, one hundred percent with you. Um, I think that's. Um, I think it's going to be a really interesting time. Um, so yeah, next twelve months. Yeah, definitely. Really, really, I'm looking forward to it. Um, to say the golden age has been and gone, but we could be looking at a new one right now. Yeah, yeah, we really could, especially in regards to the indies, and um, AEW could be right at the centre of that. It's almost as if, it almost feels as if that period of establishment um, of AEW in regards to the elite has been building to something, whereas I think there was a period where it felt very separate from what they'd built previously. Um, it now seems that that, that, is, that all those chickens are coming to roost. Um They've established the new world, and then then they're integrating it slowly into the world that did exist before. Um, so they're just an NWA knockoff, NWA knockoff, but um, clearly they're taking it to the next level. Yeah, they've taken the concept of the NWO um, as it was advertised and actually made good on it. Um, whereas I think. Previously, because um, obviously there was the NWO Japan thing um, that was going off during the time period of the NWO, but Turner's interests as well as WCW's interests, pretty much, and the fact that the markets weren't integrated at all, there wasn't a global marketplace for wrestling content like there is now, uh, meant that those two things couldn't couldn't really meet, um, and that, that that crossover appeal wasn't there. So it's almost like the NWO was so ahead of its time that to actually bring the concept out to what it should be um, it took the elite in 2021 as it were um, I'm I'm excited I'm very excited for this um, and you know as a, as a, as a time traveller you get a lot of spoilers and wrestling is the one thing that I don't like spoilers with so yeah um, good fun good fun just going to keep that to yourself are you Rich? well Honestly speaking, long-term Honestly storytelling speaking, long-term. kind of... Uh, would you really want me to ruin everything? Would you want me to tell you that, you know, at WrestleMania 200, a robot version of Vince McMahon fights a Stone Cold Steve Austin bot um, for the um, for the inter-universal title and then Stone Cold Steve Austin merges with um, the corpse of The Undertaker and they become Shigarth? Would you want me to tell you that? Would that Shigarth. mean anything? <laughs> yeah, Shigarth. You know. What would that be Shigarth? Eater of Nightmares. Eater of Nightmares. He appeared on... He appear, he's appeared on the show before. Ooh, looking forward to that. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear me. We have, we have a lot of fun here at JFabe. Um, just remember um, to stay indoors. Stay indoors. Um, Why do you mean to stay indoors, Rich? Because I hear that there's a disease going off, and it's totally, totally not cool. Um, this is what Clone Rich would say, right? See, we're we're one and the same, mate. One and the same. Moving on. Um, one thing that I did make sure was that I picked you up after the Royal Rumble because I know it's your favourite time of the year. Um, it's one of my favourite times as well. What did you think to the Royal Rumble, Jay? Um, yeah. 
Yeah, I had a nice watch party with Clone Rich. It was really enjoyable. Uh, uh, oh, did did he enjoy it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we had a good time. Well, Taz kind of collapsed before we came out of the um, wormhole, so yeah, I I watched it alone. But I was there in spirit. That's for sure. Um, I mean, I, I I could have gone back in time and watched it live if if they were letting people in, but I got turned away. Apparently, there's some disease. Yeah, yeah, yeah. COVID, you know, coronavirus. Yeah, um, it's like the flu, but a lot worse and kills a lot more people. Okay. Um, do, do I need to step away from you, or like, do, do you socially distance with time travel? Um, like, I imagine know. taking the coronavirus through to a different dimension. That would be absolutely catastrophic. Yeah, that would be fairly bad. Um, but no, I, I don't have I d- coronavirus, so that's not too bad. Yeah, I think we'll wait. wait. What is it like a week? Yeah, I think we'll, we'll wait a week wait. until we actually go and see someone. How about that? Because you know, I think it's about ten days. Yeah, I think we can do that. Um, I just don't want you to, you know, travel back in time and release coronavirus in like the the late eighties or something. Like that kind of suck. So, yeah, even we're socially distancing, guys. Even we're socially distancing. I read that phrase in a history book. Um, Royal Rumble. (laughs) Stay safe. Royal Rumble, mate. What's going on with Royal Rumble? How did you enjoy it? How did you feel about it? We got um, so, so should we do match by match? Let's do match by match. I want to do match by match. We could, we could do match, match by match. match. Yeah, let's do match yeah. by match. Okay, so Nia Jax Nia and Shayna Baszler. Oh, that was boring. Let's not let's not talk about the match. <laughs> no, 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 Nia Jax, Shayna Baszler defeated Asuka and Charlotte Flair um, for WWE Women's Tag Team Championship. Um, what do you think to this match? Ten minutes thirty. Bit of an epic. Well, I mean, it was on the pre-show. It was a good. It was good for the pre-show to have that kind of star power on there. But bit of a throwaway match, and I'm assuming that's why it was why it was put there because everyone knew that that tag team wasn't going to last very long. As in Oscar, Charlotte, because obviously Charlotte's going to want to go for the women's title, mm. which is already made clear. So they're still doing the I'm the friend thing, but she's obviously going to turn to some crap out of Oscar. So. Yeah, of course. But yeah, the match itself was pretty good because they had high-caliber talent apart from Nia Jax. So... Yeah, fair play. Um, I mean, Nia Jax... Wasn't there a Ric Flair incident? Ric Flair came out. Yeah, yeah, there was the Ric Flair incident. I think that was a... That was kind of the thread throughout the night with Charlotte, wasn't it? Um, Ric Flair and and him attempting to distract Charlotte. Um, I see. I'm struggling with this Ric Flair thing because there's no there's no real reason as to why Ric Flair is doing this other than to be a dick. And don't get me wrong. I mean, I like I like a heel just being a dick and people just being like, "Oh, that guy's a dick," as much as the next person. But sometimes it gets a bit old. Don't you think, Jay? Need a bit of a reason, right? Need a bit of bit of a reason of why that person's being a dick to to, to understand why they're doing yeah, it. Yeah, not getting nothing. Yeah, um, and that's that's the big problem that I have. 
um, with the entire thing. Um, give us give us some character development. Give us something other than you know. I mean, it's not that hard to write in character development. You can usually do it about thirty seconds before a show. Um, you know, just have a cigarette, think about think about your character development, and then all of a sudden you're you're putting out gold. It's not that hard. Exactly. Awesome. Um, Drew McIntyre, Goldberg. Two minutes, 32 seconds. Um, singles match, WWE Championship. The placement of this match was very strange, wasn't it? Right at the start of the show? Sorry, time duke, time duke Rich. Um, what are we talking about again? I said the placement was very strange of this match. Um, are you all right? Which match are we talking about again? Drew McIntyre, Goldberg. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It was like two minutes, 39 seconds. Um, no, perfect to be just thrown in wherever, really. It was just. Hmm. I, I, just, I, just, I just felt, yeah, the placement of the match itself felt a bit silly, but then I, I kind of like the outcome. But then watching of it. the match, it kind of makes sense because of how terrible it was because of Goldberg. Yeah. Yeah. Um, are we happy to say that Goldberg now no longer needs to be anything to do with in-ring action? Yep. The guy I mean, was blowing up, walking down to the ring, so yeah. Yeah, it was. It was like, I can understand it if it was like, if he had a, like a physically strenuous kind of in, like intro, Like, but he's not the ultimate warrior. I mean, he's barely... It was that guy who used to jog around the ring he's, he's barely Bo Dallas when it comes to, to entryway energy um, he should not be getting that blown up I mean it's probably a good idea to not headbutt a wall before you come out as well so well it's I, I reckon it I reckon it clicks his brain into place um, I reckon it's something like that I reckon otherwise it's just kind of rattling around inside there let's yeah, give myself slight concussions become Goldberg Exactly, exactly, exactly. There's that smile, Jay. There's that smile. Uh, Sasha, Sasha Banks defeated Carmella, um, and Carmella was accompanied by Reginald. Um, and this was this was by submission. Um, match lasted ten minutes twenty five seconds. I mean, how much are you paying for Goldberg? In that his match lasts two minutes thirty two. There's only one match a year, maybe two, if 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 they can be bothered to drag him to WrestleMania, and Carmella gets 10 minutes 25 seconds like that is not a good investment well like, I mean with Goldberg with, with Goldberg it was like that's his shtick isn't it it's like squash matches or short matches because otherwise if he goes any more than 3 minutes it shows his capability to wrestle yeah and that I think that's my concern is the fact that that is that is like the standard for top draws in WWE in 2021 um, you know, you're not getting your half hour epics between Stone Cold Steve Austin and The Rock. You're not getting your you're not getting your thirty five minute epics mid card matches um for the Intercontinental title. You know, that's not happening anymore. What you're getting is is or what Vince McMahon sees as the big ticket item in twenty twenty one is Drew McIntyre fighting a fifty four year old man. Um it just seems a bit odd to me. Um, anyway, Sasha Banks, Carmella. Sasha Banks is successfully defending her title recently, um, which 
is unusual for Sasha Banks. It's been a really good run for her. What, what are your thoughts on the way that this has progressed? As much as I love Sasha Banks, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to eat my own words. She's not a great champion, is she? Not she, amazing. No. I mean, I'm just like, give her a title run. Do this, do that. And then I get it and I'm like, oh, maybe they were right with Sasha Banks. Maybe, maybe she shouldn't have a title run. And maybe she maybe, should just have like short title reigns. Maybe she is. Um, maybe she is a character that is better chasing something. Um, I think that. I think and that the character's getting, of, getting a bit stale now as well. I mean, she's been the so, boss for over mm. how many years now? Like coming up to a decade, it's got to be. Yeah, yeah, and and um, to be honest, it's like being the boss makes sense when you're not the boss. Like if that makes sense, especially with a character like Sasha Banks, because it feels unearned um, mm. or it feels like the universe hasn't aligned with the reality of her being the boss if she's a face. You know, so it's a great position to be in if you're not the champion is to have a gimmick like the boss. But when you are the boss and your gimmick is being the boss and you have the title, it kind of falls a bit flat unless there is something there to kind of endanger that. And Carmella, as as interesting as she is to watch um, for some people, um, particularly people who cheated on their wives, um, <laughs> she's not. Yeah, I was. I had my ear to the ground for that one. Um, <laughs> she's definitely. Um, yeah. She's she's definitely not Sasha Banks kind of level. Um, wrestling wise, no. But character-wise, she's smashing it at the moment. And with Reginald with her as well, it's really pushing her forward and pushing her up the card. She will become champion. 100% with you on that. Um, I, I think that this Reginald thing has given her a bit of a new lease of life. And I think it's the kind of lease of life that... Um, it's, it's, it's already better than the Ellsworth thing. Um, it's already better than the um, R-Truth thing. Um, and I think... The way well, he his promos as well is, is like that Carmelo isn't the only person that he wants to manage. He, he wants to build upon that and build his own his own faction. It would seem the way he talks yeah. in his promos. Yeah, and yeah. I think the, the my favourite element of that is the fact that you can play that either way because Carmela's got a big enough ego that she would obviously want to be the only client that he has. Um, and you could even take her as she is now and have her continue to dominate his time to the point where he grows outside of her and actually wants to wants to dump her um as a, as a client so there's numerous ways you can play that it's great character work from both of them um and it feels like it feels like the james ellsworth thing um and the are true thing was a bit of a prototype for this this is it in its ultimate form um for carmella and she works so much better with a male valet as well can we call the men valets? Yeah. Is that? I mean, I guess so. is, is, that's not that's not like woke signalling, is it? That's kind of like. Uh, yeah, do it. Whatever. Right. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, um, I don't see how how would be a woke signalling because you're not being sexist. You're you're using yeah. terminology for a woman or for a man. So how can that be woke? Well, yeah. No, that's fair. That's fair. Um, I I I I think it's. I think it's a good position, a good position. Um, and I think that she's she's definitely the star of the pair at the moment, but I think he could have a long-term future if he can actually wrestle. Um, Jory's still out on that, right? I think he just does a lot of flips. He was in the circus or something like that. Could be wrong. Oh, okay. Fair play. Um, 
Next, 30-woman Royal Rumble. So we we obviously had a fairly female-dominated card up to this point. Um, I mean, the majority of the matches had, had women involved anyway, but we had a 30-woman Royal Rumble. Um, it lasted 58 minutes, 50 seconds. Um, what were your thoughts on this female, on this woman's Royal Rumble? From what I saw of it, because I went for a fag break. Um, <laughs> Must have been it a was, long fag It was pretty, <laughs> pretty decent. It's all right. Claire yeah. Rich kept me updated with um, messages of who who was coming in at the time every every like thirty seconds it would seem because the timing was wrong again. I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That Claire Rich sounds like a real champ. Anyway, what did you think to the actual Royal Rumble? Uh, again, from what I saw of it, it was pretty cool. well. I mean, set out to be fair. I apart felt Tory Wilson. I felt that out of the two Royal Rumbles. This was the one that I enjoyed the most, and you know me, um, or you knew me, and ultimately, I, I'm not a massive fan of women's wrestling. I'm, I'm not a misogynist or anything like that. I just, I've never really been as invested as your average straight guy, um, and I think there's, there's there's some fairly obvious reasons for that. Um, but this, I was I was riveted all the way through. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I. I for me, this was the year that the Women's Royal Rumble went from being a side act to being better than the Men's Royal Rumble and more enjoyable as a whole um, than I ever felt it had any right to be before. Um, this, this, I really enjoyed it all the way through. I thought the spots were really put together, well put together. I thought that um, all in all, the the story threads where they were were quite nice. Um, and do we know who put it together? Because it definitely wasn't Bruce Pritchard. Um, I haven't found out yet. Um, let's have a look. See if I can just type in some stuff into the Retardist console here. Um, While you're typing stuff into the Retardist console, Rich, I'm going to go for my own little break. I'll see you later. Okay, we're going to go for a break now. Apparently. Hey, beer. Hey, beer. What would you like to do with your Um, couldn't find out who booked it, um, if I'm to be honest. So, yeah. Alright, um, well, I'm back from my little break. Why have you got escalators with toilet signs in your retardis? Well, alright, so. The retardis runs on shit. So the escalators take you down to the intake valves, and, um, yeah, like. It's, it's literally powered by shit. Um, 
it takes matter, it takes excrement, and it runs it through a quantum matrix, and out of the other side comes all that time traveling juice. That's, that's genuinely how it works, and you need an escalator to take you down into the bowels of the ship and um, fuel it up. You must need a lot of fibre. Um, <laughs> honestly speaking, like, well, originally, um, back, before, um, back before the Snarfler Council um, stopped us from taking interdimensional slaves, um, which, by the way, way before my time, um, not cool, um, but originally you'd have like 50 men just down there just like 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 foie gras like human foie gras and they're just they're just literally sh fill themselves with food and then just 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 take dumps in the retardus and you just get around but we don't do that anymore so now we just go to a universe which is full of human excrement there's quite a lot because obviously pollution's a nightmare I mean, you know, people just people just open up a fissure to another universe and just like fill it with their shit. You know, there's entire societies that do that, and yeah, we just we just take it from there. So, but every little helps, right? That's a help. Yeah, no, thanks, thanks. <laughs> the, the environment thanks you for it, mate. Excellent, excellent. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Bianca Belair though she won um, and she did I called it I did Clone Rich call it Clone Rich definitely called it yeah um, I think it was because of the, the the clothes she was wearing with all the all the Royal Rumble stuff on it I called it but then changed my mind shouldn't have done that really no you shouldn't never go back on a never go back on a hunch but if he didn't touch the floor as a camera angle it looked like the feet touched the floor it didn't at separate times it looked like they had touched the floor at separate times yeah no 100% um, I mean obviously they were trying to th there was a lot of kind of work where she looked a bit like Shawn Michaels there as well you know she did the skin in the cat a couple of times um, in fact she did it earlier in the rumble they tried to get the shot um, and it didn't quite come off quite as well as the second time she did it towards the end um, Tori Wilson was getting thrown out and they concentrated on that yeah basically um, but it was it was well paced overall and it was it was good to see how well she acted in that situation um, I don't know whether it was planned or whether it was a case of go out there and do this twice and one of the shots will be good or whether it was a case of we didn't get that shot previously so there's the camera let's do it um, you know kind of called as an audible but either way it worked really well um, and I look forward to seeing that as a as a highlight for the next 10 years whenever they they do a bill package for the women's role but they probably won't use it because of people calling out that feet touched the floor yeah. and Rhea Ripley was robbed they might, they might they might crop the shot they might crop the shot um, I as I say, everybody in this Royal Rumble, especially those in the final 10 or so, were quite outstanding for what they did. Um, and, yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. Um, Roman Reigns, Paul Heyman, defeated Kevin Owens um, in a last-man-standing match. Lasted 24 minutes, four, 54 seconds. What we <laughs> Defeated. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what were your thoughts on this? Uh, I mean... I think I've mentioned this in the podcast before with Roman Reigns, but Roman Reigns is at the top of his game right now. Mm. Absolutely killing it. Yeah, um, I mean his his promo work is just fucking incredible. Um, he's he's really pulled he's really pulled a a, a likable 
heel out of the bag, um, which is an absolute shock because as a face, he does not work. I mean, I think we can establish now that 100% as a face, you are just throwing money down the drain um, with Roman Reigns because as a heel, don't know whether it's Paul Heyman, don't know whether it's a mixture of his own kind of wrestling acumen, but I finally understand what Vince McMahon saw in him. Um, Organically, he needs to be a heel before he becomes a face um, because you can't ride on the coattails of the shield forever as a gimmick. Which is not anymore. He would have to change his music as well at some point just to remove any shield from this character. But... Mm. Or presentation. Um, yeah, well, well, why doesn't he just well, go with sword instead? You know? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, just get a sword out. Just, you know, just, like, jam it into the stage and the fire stage. happens. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Fire just happens. Yeah, yeah. You could exactly. do that. Exactly. Let's see why you couldn't. <laughs> but no, no, I really do well, enjoy. No, no. I really do enjoy watching Roman Reigns. Um, I, yeah, I, I, my only real frustration my with this match was that a lot of a lot of what happened in this match we had seen already in the um, build to this match. A lot of the they fought in the same part of the uh, arena. It was nice to see the wider the wider arena itself. Still some AEW spots. Yeah, stole. Uh, well, I would say stole, but they actually they actually did it better. Um, yeah, <laughs> Kevin Owens took that bump better than Sammy ever did. Um, let's be honest, but it was all in all pretty good and it was nice to see some of the wider area of Tropicana field that gave it a, a bit of a different feel um, so no all in all I kind of liked it um, and then we get to the finish now it's now my, my memory is a little bit hazy um, I must have been going through I must have been going through, been going through I don't know unreality uh, 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 bubble or something as I was flying but I, I can't exactly remember the finish please explain it to me or why you hate it so much so basically, um, Kevin Owens got some handcuffs, handcuffed Roman Reigns to the scaffolding. Ah, yes. And so they start the ten cam, and they get six. And Paul Heyman is struggling to get Roman Reigns out of the handcuffs. So the referee stops counting to the point where Kevin Owens has to go over and try and help Paul Heyman to get Roman Reigns out the handcuffs because for some reason Jayza wasn't there to, to do anything yeah um, which would have helped would have really fair helped for Jayza to come out it, w- it would have distracted everyone they could have cut to could have cut to those two fighting you know, Kevin Owens and Jayza fighting whilst they got Roman Reigns out of the handcuffs no one would have realised everything would be fine but having Kevin Owens go over there and also trying to help it's ridiculous yeah didn't work, didn't work. pretty pretty bad pretty um bad. What more can you say? It it was a shame because it blighted what would have probably been a classic match. Um, I imagine if they'd have pre-recorded it, um, they would have been able to get a bit more out of it um, in regards to that and probably cover that up. Um, but there is, and then Roman Reigns shows him out with the guillotine joke, and that's the end. Yeah, it felt. If at that point all that suspension point, of disbelief was unsuspended, um, and. It was just a shame um, because they did work quite hard up until that point. Um, Poor Heyman was shitting himself. <laughs> he really was. Um, and yeah, Clay and Rich told me that you can see it on his face. Yeah, you can. You can. He, uh, he, 
absolutely right there from Clone Rich. See, he's, 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 yeah, he's taken. He's, he takes a lot. He takes well after me. Does Clone Rich? Um, <laughs> I'm going to stop calling him Rich. Actually, I'm going to call him Rich and call you Time Rich. Cheers, mate. Thanks for that. No worries. But if you do that, can we just settle this? Is that fine? Could we just leave it there? Would that be all right? You can leave that with me. I'll get back to you on that one. So Edge and so Randy, Edge. Orton, <laughs> Randy Orton um, it, in the Royal Rumble um, Royal as the final two. This is the one hour long and 32 second 30 man Royal Rumble World Championship match at WrestleMania. Would I be right in saying? Would I be right in saying that Edge came out second? Um, so Edge came out at number one. Came out at number one. Why do I think he keeps coming out at number two then? I don't know. Well, I don't remember it that way. I don't know. You may uh, maybe a Mandela effect, or maybe maybe some preliminary kind of Ventura level stuff. You, uh, see, that shows why it's so important that I, you know, because I remember it as number one. But if you remember it as number two, there might have already been like a timeline change. So that shows why it's so important that I picked you up. Could have re- could have been much worse, mate. In some ways, I'm a hero. <laughs> so I was interested to see Carlito. Um, Carlito appeared number eight. Um, I he likes apples. He does like apples, but he can't spit them at the moment um, because of no. an unmentionable COVID. disease. Um, yes. So you could eat the apple in the face of anyone he thinks he's not cool or something like that. Yeah, it's it's one of those gimmicks that it's really. Really was really for a different time. Um, I I like Carlito. I'm glad that he's back, and he appears to be he appears to be at least um, keeping up his work with WWE beyond um, kind of that initial Royal Rumble piece because he, he appeared on Raw, um, which is cool. Yeah. I'm hoping I'm hoping that with Jeff Hardy. I'm hoping that something. So comes that just out. tells me that Carlito is going to beat the crap out of Jeff Hardy. They're going to have a thing, and he's going to turn heel and stay around for a bit. That's fine. I, I would be happy with a year-long run from Carlito, absolutely. Um, see him elevate the Intercontinental title scene, um, I think would be really good. Um, having some veterans on that scene, but who aren't too veteran, who can just kind of... Some of these younger wrestlers, particularly, who are coming up from NXT, um, like nobody's business, um, and don't necessarily have the best... The best inf- it would be the US title on Raw. Yeah, that's fine, that's fine. I mean, yeah, he's... Carlito, Carlito would work with the US title um, and he'd work on that scene um, he could even work as kind of the rock to the Hurt Businesses is Carlito going to be the one to take out Bobby Lashley that what's going to be? I could see Carlito taking over the Hurt Business um, and deposing MVP um, and literally mirroring the whole rock thing With Nation of Domination, rock thing, yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> there we go. Yeah, yeah. I genuinely oh, yeah. think that that's a possibility. Um, but alternatively, if not, they can pretty much put him anywhere um, on the card, and he would make an impact. Um, he's got the talent. He's he's clearly been taking care of himself. He's um, got the charisma, um, and certainly, you know, I don't have too much of an issue with him. Kind of actually going on a going on a fairly good run at the moment. Um, work really well with many of the people on Raw um, 
our one NXT entrant um, worth noting. But oh, God. What would be your opinion of Carlito back when he was actually in WWE? Me, I was sick of him. Um, I was sick of him as well. He was overexposed um, to a lot of things. Um, a lot of things. He was now looking back on now it. He was such a good worker that I understand. Considering that this was during a time when WWE had two major stars pretty much die on them, ruin the plans um, for that period. Um, you had the whole wellness policy thing talking a lot of Benoit and Eddie Guerrero yeah yeah Chris Benoit yeah. Eddie Guerrero um, obviously caused a lot of holes in the uh, caused him to be the guy that ended up picking up some of the slack when some it came to slack. undercard stuff um, in those kind of situations you had things like um, you had things like um uh, the Chris Masters thing with um, and the Ken Kennedy thing um, and obviously Carlito's going to become a big um part of kind of mopping up that problem as well because he's such a consistent worker um i think carlito was effectively for me in that dolph ziggler position before dolph ziggler was dolph ziggler you know and that was the problem that i think he had was that he was such a reliable worker that you'd use him as a backup and they did and poor bobby Roode is 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 now in that um, category. Bobby Roode will be lucky to be in that category at the moment with the way WWE. He is in that category. I think. I think he, he he's making his way to that category. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think. But he shouldn't be. <laughs> he should be used properly. But he should. That's be. just me. He should be. Um, interesting things to note, though. Um, other than other than obviously Carlito's appearance, Shinsuke Nakamura um, had a really good showing. Um, he thinks there is a contract negotiation afoot um, considering how well they booked him he looked really strong throughout um, same with Cesaro mm. um, and we know there's a contract issue there we know that because he's 10 year contracts now um, coming very close to the end um, so we know that there's definitely negotiations happening on, on, on his side as well and he's winning a lot yeah um, looks like he just turned face on Smackdown as well maybe mm. Um, obviously, you get um, you get Ricochet um, making his return and lasting a respectable eleven minutes thirty-seven um, for somebody on the lower undercard um, or the lower mid card. Sorry, um, which I'm hoping just just put him somewhere WWE. Um, like the only two times I've seen him within the last six months has been in big old battle royal style schmozzes. Ricochet. Yeah, Ricochet. Ricochet isn't really doing anything at the moment. No, but I mean, 11 no, minutes and 37 no. seconds in the Royal Rumble, pretty good. And he had a good showing in that Battle Royal, um, kind of to the tail end of last year. So. Yeah, yeah but um, in between I, that. Nothing. In between that, nothing. No, they need to do more with him. He was in a single um, hurt business for a while. They've now turned their. Um, turn so. Damien Priest was the only real NXT guy. <coughs> well, anyway, they're feuding with New Day now. So <laughs> that was interesting. Um, I've heard rumours that he's going to get a match at um, WrestleMania. Potentially. Any thoughts on this? Damien Priest. He Damien did have a good showing. He was pretty good in the Royal Rumble. He's had a rub on TV with Edge saying that we need guys like you. Mm. Welcome to the team, that's what he said. So he's getting that rub. Yeah, um, and he lasted 15 minutes 34 seconds, um, eliminated eventually by Bobby Lashley. Um, but 
you know, four eliminations on him. Um, not that bad, including the Miz, um, including Kane. Um, you know, so some fairly some fairly major eliminations yeah. from someone like Damian Priest. Um, and then moving on from that, well, last year, possibly the most interesting Watch element for me. Um, Oh, maybe I was phasing out of reality. Um, yeah, one of the yeah, most interesting the parts of it, uh, outside of the. Sorry, I did look. Oh, yeah, no, that happens sometimes once you've once you've crossed the void. Um, <laughs> what a, um, probably the most interesting thing for me though is um, King Corbin only got three minutes thirty four seconds. Usually, he, you know, is one of those big boss men types who just end up filling up space in the background during a Royal Rumble and there he was just in and out Dominic Mysterio got rid of him well I mean they're in a little bit of a feud aren't they yeah I suppose at the moment so it was just setting up another match on Raw for Dominic to lose yeah that makes sense um yeah, just just really interested me. Um, Kane appeared as a free agent. Hurricane Helms appeared as a free agent, just at the perfect time to have nostalgia pops, obviously. Um, and then the big swerve straight after Hurricane Helms as as what we thought was the final nostalgia pop. Christian. Christian. Appeared. Christian. Um, I I I can only imagine that the smile on your face must have been um, must have been so big that it actually it actually managed to go beyond the lines of your moustache. <laughs> that's a big smile uh, <laughs> exactly <laughs> like one of those cartoons I do like Christian I like Christian a lot I liked his mm. stuff as um, Randy Orton but I especially loved his stuff in TNA mm. oh you would. you would I would yeah and then his mate yeah. came out from Christian Coalition AJ Styles yeah yeah a, a little bit of an interesting kind of callback to that um, just in general, having that happen. Um, all in all, though, I, do you think uh, is Christian here to stay? Is that what's happening here? Christian's on a part-time contract now, so yeah, he's going to have a few, few matches, a few feuds, I guess. Well, Maybe I mean, interject himself into the whole Edge storyline, and it would end up with them two at some point. That would work fairly well. I mean, there's still gas in the tank with Christian. He's 47. Um, you know. He's he's at that age that where he's well. gonna he's gonna Jericho out within the next five years and get the dad bod and all of those kind of things. So I'm interested to see what he makes of this because this could theoretically. I mean, be he never final. retired. He was just taking a bit of a break. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, this could theoretically be his final WWE run. Um, you know, kind of the next three to five years um, potentially, um, or it could it could literally just be kind of with a whimper, but. A couple of good bangers over the next year or so, but I, I'm really, I'm really hopeful to see a little bit more of Christian, um, and I'd, I hope they don't just plug the nostalgia thing of okay, so the 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 pops come off edge after WrestleMania, let's throw in a tag team with Christian until SummerSlam, exactly. have him feud with the Dudley Boys or something, and then you know fuck off Christian and and Edge goes into a feud with some old timer by Survivor Series. That's what I don't want to happen. Um, so. I mean, it's going to be his last run. They need to like at least slap some kind of title on him. Maybe the Universal. Some point. Um, I don't think that's ever happening with Christian. I think Christian's potential for remembers doesn't remember who he is and what he gets who he is. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently, he just remembered who he is. 
and allowed him back, back to the Royal Rumble. <laughs> yeah, basically. Um, I mean, he never really liked Christian. Um, uh, he, he feels that he has a rat-like face. Um, that's a direct quote. Um, or at least a direct um, hearsay piece. Um, I Wouldn't have, that make him a great heel then? I feel so. I feel it would, but... See, I th- I think Christ- the problem with Christian is his work rate's too good. And I know this sounds, know this sounds a bit like counterintuitive. <laughs> You're too good, so no championships for you. Well, the traditional heel is somebody uh, is somebody like Ric Flair, someone who you know the face could beat if if the odds weren't stacked against the face. Um, you know, and WWE have ran with that template in the past, even with people who don't need that template, like say Triple H or something. Um, but Christian is known to be a damn good wrestler. Um, I think he's so good that he couldn't do an AJ Styles and pretend he's worse than he is um, and surround himself with big muscly men um, and make it convincing at this stage. Um, so, so then you have to focus on his size instead to be the thing that means that he wouldn't possibly win and then that just re-emphasizes that to Vince McMahon that he's not a six foot tall big sweaty man um, and then he doesn't even get into the conversation. Um, it's it's the circle of Christian. Poor Christian. What I gotta say. Poor, mm. poor Christian. Ultimately, though, the match ended in a predictable but very entertaining fashion, with Edge taking the win. And I think ultimately it was that predictability which is um, which dictated my opinion of of, of the match. Um, I I. Edge was going to get a big spot at WrestleMania anyway. Um, putting Edge as the winner here pretty much just leaves to him buying time. Um, but it does mean that you get the whole who will he go for kind of situation. Um, and what are your thoughts on that? Which championship is he? would he be best to go for? What would you like him to go for? And what do you reckon he will ultimately go for? Uh, well, I never had drew my mind. I always thought Roman Reigns, but after seeing NXT, I would love to see Balor versus Edge. That'd be fucking amazing. Or even Finn. Peter versus Edge. Yeah, either of those two in WrestleMania would be absolutely amazing. Um, so let's face it, if, he will if, face Roman Reigns, and that will still be an amazing match. Oh, definitely. But if Edge, if Edge does decide to swerve, I would, I would be really interested to see him versus Pete Dunne. Like for me, um, I, although I do enjoy Finn Balor, um, and it would be nice to see Prince Balor on the main roster, I I just keep on thinking back to Edge and his and his love of wrestling and how he's recently come out and talked about how he liked his second match with Randy Orton because it was wrestling and not that WrestleMania kind of you know um, brawl as it were, and I don't think that there is a bell to bell catch as catch can wrestler who is more equipped for that than Pete Dunne at this stage in the WWE. Um, I I know that that's going to shock a lot of our um, a lot of our not so regular listeners, but especially considering that he hasn't had much much screen time over the last year. Um, but ultimately, I still feel that he is one of the best wrestlers in the world and a match between him and Edge, I think it wouldn't be about how Edge could elevate Pete Dunne, it would be about how Pete Dunne could elevate Edge. Because that's how good that's Pete cool. Dunne is in a wrestling format. 
Well, in the sense of, of Edge and his star power, that already elevates Pete Dunne. Yeah, yeah. I think profile-wise, definitely. Profile-wise, yeah, but wrestling capability and mm. knowing Patrick Cam and European style wrestling and also the American style of wrestling and being able to put on a show mm. Pete Dunne and, and, and having Edge, Edge there as one of the best wrestlers of all time would be able to put on a match that would be well let's face it a match on the night yeah definitely definitely um, it, it would steal the show absolutely especially if you gave it the time if you gave it half an hour it would be the match of the show it would be the match that made Pete Dunne it would be the match that cemented um, that cemented Edge's Edge as a great wrestler and and he's already a great wrestler, but a great wrestler with a W, not a great sports entertainer, but a, a real wrestler. Um, and that's it, it. Would it would give more legitimacy to Edge than you would expect it could? I think at this stage, um, you'd be the most surprising outcome. Exciting for a match, an exciting yeah. outcome for Pete Dunne to defeat Finn Balor and Edge to come out and, and choose Pete Dunne, but. Mm. They know where the money money's going to be. They won't they won't choose that match. They won't have Edge in a position that he is now. So they were obviously going to be choosing Roman Reigns. Oh yeah, oh, definitely, yeah. definitely. There's no there's no two doubts about it, and it's a shame. It is a shame. Um, hmm. All right, I'm going to take a quick break. I think, um, and then after that, we are going to go through the news, and um, then I'm hoping that our beacon gets looked at fairly soon um, and that we get we get a phone call from your mate and we can we can move on with this with this story and um, go find go find our friend Jesse or my friend Jesse don't think you know know him really do you you haven't heard him much it was fun I wish you were there dude it's gonna go for that break Bye, everybody. Hi, this is Kenny Omega, the greatest pilot in the universe. Are you tired of constant Ventura-level incursions rewriting your planet's history? Stuck in the existential terror that your memories don't always seem real? Did you find your children have been replaced by a dog because the JFABE Time War rewrote history and made you go on that business trip to Acapulco with your secretary on the night of your second anniversary? Well, as part of my day release conditions from the AEW prison complex, I'm pleased to tell you about our brand new Rousseau Field, endorsed by all the leading wrestling companies, including the WWE and the AEW. Multi-promotional! Our universe-famous scientists from across the wrestling industry have teamed up with the organization's brightest memorologist, Dave Meltzer, to create the Rousseau Field, a field large enough to suspend the laws of causality. Career Deb, but you want everyone to pretend you never raped a girl in a van? Try our Riddle Package. Text underage girls in an attempt to solicit sexual favors? Try our Jacksonville Ring Announcer subscription service. Presidential Special! Attempted to overthrow the democratically elected government of a nation state by invoking a coup, but don't want to lose your Hall of Fame status? Treasonous! Have we got a trump card for you? Topical! And now, try our old country style Cracker Barrel Stasis Field. Powerful enough to bend reality to your will around an entire planet. Just line up your deflector array with your target, set the parameters and fire. Boom! History at your fingertips. Be a cleaner! It's the only time-bending reality device I use. I even got one fitted to my ship. And now, 
everyone ignores my on-screen homosexual relationship with Kota Ibushi because bisexuality makes wrestling fans uncomfortable. You could exploit a marginalized section of society for likes and then pretend it never happened when you get popular enough too. Shady! Just contact the organization through the wormhole at the hand of Mae Young Nebula and their friendly customer service reps are just waiting to take your call. Special, Special offer! Buy now and get a free independent shirt. Impress all your friends with how woke you say you are while still getting a free pass to be a total asshole. Misogyny! As endorsed by Dave Meltzer. Warning, Russo Field does not work if you admit wrongdoing. If Vince McMahon, Tony Khan, or the internet likes your attempts may be made to let you continue wrestling, ring announcing, or make a living regardless of allegations of rape, sexual harassment, shitting in people's backs, pulling people backstage on behalf of Pete Priestley, saying racist things online, using politics backstage to hurt the careers of women, or being a general prick. Terms and conditions apply. Did you find the bar alright? There's about four, but yeah, I found one. <laughs> yeah, cool, cool. Did you find the one with the robot? Yeah, what's that about? He just makes really good cocktail. Well, you know. What do you think what's to our sponsor, anyway? It's got egg white in it. Well, I thought that was Kenny Omega. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sounded like him. Yeah, yeah, it was, um, yeah, it was, um, yes, it's, it's, it's part of this new sponsor network that seems to be universe-wide now, something to do with the organisation. Um, but they'll sponsor anything, so, yeah. Just thought I'd, I'd give it a go. Um, yeah. The organisation. Okay. Mm. Yeah. As, as <laughs> sounds pretty groovy. Um, <laughs> speaking of cross-promotional... <laughs> speaking of cross-promotional... Um, yeah, what are your thoughts on... Um, what are your thoughts on AEW other than what we already know? Um, you know, just in general, AEW... You know, outside of the outside of the, the Kenny Omega thing and, you know, the cross-promotional stuff. Um, how do you feel about the they're playing it right. They're playing, they're playing it right, because obviously when one brand one brand's another brand, they're, they're going to be the heels and the other ones will be the face, even though they're still going to be playing into their, into their actual characters, which would be face or heel anyway. So, mm. but perceived as face because they're facing someone from another company. But I think it's, yeah. it's going fine. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think I think the gray the grayness that they've given their characters, the fact that their characters can can kind of switch a bit more loosely than WWE guys, because like WWE guys, they're either face or heel. They're these cartoonish kind of kind of concepts. Whereas AEW wrestlers, they have different relation. It's more attitude era kind of centric in that they have different relationships with different wrestlers. Um, a a good example being. Um, what are they called? The two Lucha guys, um, Ray Phoenix and Pentagon. Lucha Bros. There we go, the Lucha Bros. <laughs> I don't know why that slipped my mind. <laughs> but yeah, no, the Lucha Bros, for instance, um, they, they can be heels depending on who they're facing and faces depending on who they're facing. Eddie Kingston's a good example of so that. So that, that works for Death Triangle quite well. It, Exactly. Um, Lance Archer, um, another example of somebody who's, who can switch fairly freely as a tweener at the moment. Um, and I think I think having those grey areas and, and allowing your audience to be aware that those grey areas can exist is um, probably how they're able to pull this off so seamlessly at the moment. Um, and I, I, I was worried about that when AEW started when they were just a singular entity um, like how loosely people were able to switch between face and heel um, it, I, I felt it was it was kind of a struggle at times to work out who I was supposed to be rooting for particularly in those yeah. early days in the 80s where yeah 
in the in the old territories, it would probably be quite difficult to do that because they had different mm. personas for different promotions. So it was yeah. pretty hard to yeah. keep on top of that. Yeah, exactly, and and um, I found it I found it very jarring um, because of what we've been presented with as a WWE product for so long. When we were kind of in the early days of AEW, and it was a case of um, it was a case of like the Joey Janela thing with with um, with Kenny Omega, for instance. That was one of those feuds where I couldn't quite tell who AEW wanted me to cheer for at times. <laughs> you know, and, and there was quite a few feuds like that in the early days of, of AEW that, that kind of felt like that. And now I'm kind of understanding that approach a bit more because of because of this this philosophy that they've they've kind of slowly leaked out there. Like something that that would be more up to date how it was back in the territory days, seventies eighties, be more to do with Rich Swan. How in MW mm. he was flat heel and it was working for impact at the same time and he was a face, it just didn't make any sense. You think you would bring that part of that character over to, to impact from, from MLW, but none of it emerged. Yeah. Um and I think I think one of the things that the elite have been able to do and and their philosophy with booking that's kind of spread across the independent scene over the last five years, um, has been this idea of your character your character being consistent. Um, and having a story that's told through the indies, um, you know, whether it's it's those storylines becoming cross promotional, and it's something that it's something that definitely came to my attention um, in their last run in NJPW, the big run in NJPW, and the Bullet Club as a whole, um, and it really has has carried into the rest of their body of work, I think, um, and and I think that's cool, um, and Matt Hardy is one of my favorite examples of this because um, he has, to him, to his character, the WWE version of Matt Hardy is the kayfabe version and the indie version of Matt Hardy is the worked shoot version. Um, which so, so the WWE Matt Hardy exists within the kayfabe of the wider independent wrestler as a character. And that, to me, is, is something I've never seen before um, pulled off so astutely. And I'm hoping it's something that we see. I'm hoping that it's something we see um, when AEW, when um, not AEW, when um, AJ Styles and. Um, Are you talking about the big money Matt Hardy characters? Um, no, I'm talking about the, the 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 persona as a whole. Right. Okay. So, like, it used to be that it used to be that you had kind of the the shoot character. And then you have the um, then you have the kayfabe character, right? And you would come out of WWE and you would switch up your kayfabe character a little bit, right? Um, and that'd do. But now mm. what's happening well, now- is that the WWE's version of kayfabe is a smaller version of kayfabe that exists within the wider kayfabe of the long-term storytelling of the character. And with Matt Hardy, for instance, WWE's woken Matt Hardy, for instance. That was an act that the shoot work Matt Hardy was putting on. If that makes sense, it's very hard to make describe. Just makes sense. Mm. But yeah, no, and that's yeah. that's kind of my thoughts on it. Um, I just think that it's it's an interesting direction for it to all go. Um, the Good Brothers again, their personal history includes their time in WWE, but that was the time when they were effectively in prison, as it were. Um, you know, like John Moxley was. It was when they were. Under the under the thumb of this large corporation, and that's that. That's yeah, but their they're, they're, they're still wrestling in a quite a WWE style. They can't seem to shift it at the moment. No, they really need to get themselves back to Japan. 
well, I'm assuming they will at some point. Um, for a nice well, little reunion. They they said for they said um, they said during Tamatanga's um, podcast when they first left that they were they were going out there the moment that they could. So I'm hoping that this Tamatonga, sorry, um, I keep saying Tamatanga. If I remember correctly, that's an Indian restaurant in Nottingham. <laughs> <laughs> I used to visit it whenever mind. I visited Nottingham. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear me. Um, so yeah, other wrestling. Any thoughts? Well, you, you know, you can get it on Deliveroo. Whew. That's tempting, mate. That is really tempting. Um, although we could just. We could just travel to a time before the lockdown and go for a quick Tamatanga. Just on that plan. Alright. You see, there are advantages to being a time traveller, mate. There are advantages. Um, yeah. Any other wrestling that's kind of kind of blown your mind recently? I'm quite like NJPW at the moment. No, they're doing, they're doing well. But I wouldn't say anything's blown my mind. Not to the point where I need to physically talk about it I've watched some Big Japan Pro Wrestling their, their recent show was in January well the ones that were surrounding um, Wrestle Kingdom basically uh, it was just comedy shtick with weapons it was it was, wasn't that great but um, mm. yeah Not, nothing to shout about I mean I've watched a lot of wrestling <laughs> and there's not yeah. much going on well I mean hopefully there should be um, more coming with New Beginning um that's that's an interesting proposition um, as a whole. Ooh, ooh, actually, H two O, H two O is a great company. Now, yeah. now they're putting on putting on some really good wrestling in really small venues. If you haven't watched H two O, go out your way to watch it. Yeah, watch pro wrestling's great. Um, <laughs> okay, H two O wrestling. It was a hard match on there. I'm not the... too familiar with the wrestlers that are on there, but um, it it was they just knew when to do the big spots. They they don't just do spots for the sake of it kind of wrestlers they, they oh. know what they're doing where can I find them but they're really small promotion um watch pro wrestling just watch, watch pro, pro wrestling. wrestling yeah yeah is that something I should do okay yeah. cool I'll um I'll look into that because yeah I, I I haven't been getting an indie fix um recently all the indies seem to have dried up um maybe they do need a bit of H2O themselves <laughs> or at least a, a vaccine <laughs> to COVID um yeah that uh, could uh, that could hydration that, that could actually happen. yeah hydration <laughs> that's, that's that's the level of comedy that's the level of comedy you get here um I mean yeah, it would be it would be really nice if we could do some character work or something to kind of break up the monotony. But some, some t- sometimes that doesn't actually happen. Ah, awesome! Phone's ringing. I guess that's Taz. So now we don't have to worry. Suppose I'll answer it then. Hello, original retardist. Rich speaking. Is Jay there? Um, yeah, he's he's here. Where? You gonna put him on the line? Uh. Taz, mate, it's me, Time Duke Rich. Yeah, I know who you are. By the way, I've got your clone. He's here. He's safe. Thank you for checking. Yeah, thanks for checking, twat. Oh, okay. Feeling a little bit of hostility here. There's always been hostility here. In case you forgot, I'm OG Taz. Do you remember what you did to me? What, what do you mean, what I did to you? That was ages ago. We fought together in the Battle of 316. You destroyed my universe. 
And I fought alongside Jesse the Bernie Ventura. I can't give a fuck about you. But you're friends with my human clone. We're exactly the same person. No, there's a sixteen difference. The biggest difference is that he's not an asshole. Oh, thanks, Taz. <laughs> Love you, big man. Um, and, uh, and you, bro. See, that's how I talk to riches as I like. How I talk to you is by telling you that you're a fucking asshole. Okay, I can see that this is going to go well. It doesn't need to go well, Rich. Did you manage not to kill my future self? Uh, yeah. He's, he's still alive. Awesome. Well, in that case, you can just send Jay over and, um, you can just fuck off back to where you came. This universe doesn't want you. You're a blight on humanity. Um, I don't mind you, actually. Uh, technically, you're my father. Um, just want, just want that said for the record. Um, Dude, kind, kind of, kind of, don't mind. Come on. Yeah. Um, fuck shit. Hi, Jay. Hope you well. <laughs> don't, don't tell him, Dad. What? I'm not being a dick to someone I don't know. He was alright when I talked to him. Yeah, listen, me and Jay have some business over here. Um, so you're gonna have to, whatever this is, we're gonna have to deal with that another time. Maybe the season 28 or something, I don't know. So let's just keep this business. What's the sit rep over there? <laughs> sit rep. Sit rep. <laughs> like he's a military man. <laughs> what a doofus. Uh, are you hearing this, Jay? What a fucking doofus. Okay, so the ship rep is that you fucked everything up. Your megalomaniac son and the most powerful known entity in the universe has escaped the prison we lost Jesse the body Ventura to create. You, he regenerated into an unknown person and I haven't been able to work out who he is all year. Your megalomaniac son also has the most powerful weapons in the known universe, the gloves of Russo. Oh, actually, I have those. Well done. Is anybody giving this man a cookie? No? Oh, well, who really gives you food? Uh, can I have a cookie? Here you go, Time Duke Rich. I'm giving your clone a cookie. Yes, it has white chocolate. The reason I'm giving him the cookie instead of you is because you left your time-traveling clone on a planet without any form of defense during the Ventura-level causality collapse while selfishly going to pick up the non-time traveler you abandoned 18 months ago, and as a result, I really think he could do with a win right now. Oh, thanks, Taz. I could really do with a win. This cookie tastes great. You enjoy that cookie, Rich. You earned it. Tastes like pride. All right, I get it. Everyone hates me. This J-Fade thing was all my fault. Yes, I understand. Excellent. Now, please put J on. I want to play Where the Fuck is Taz. What the fuck is Where the Fuck is Taz? Well, what the fuck Where the Fuck is Taz is, is a game show that took us to the stratosphere. Right, fine. Do whatever it is you're going to do. Bet it's really fucking stupid. Uh, it's quite so it's like a game show format, or yeah, yeah, kind of like a game show format. Um, yeah, this is a lot of dead air. That's fine. I usually eat a pride cookie or something while this is going. That's on. real cute. Taz is singing. Yeah, no, he does it live. What every single time? Yeah, every time. This is this is really ridiculous. Yeah, well, welcome to my dimension. I leave this podcast with a clone, dude, Hush. for a year. And this is what we get. I mean, seriously. It's derivative and stupid. You're derivative and stupid. You are literally my clone. You're the derivative one. Lay off the clone thing. What, could he only name one? Kind of think all this hostility isn't about this section anymore. When I was host, JFabe was badass. Oh, here we go. Now we get into it. Well, you're not the host anymore. You should have stuck around. Well, I kind of wish I had now, because this is shambolic. You're shambolic. 
Oh, I fucking hate this. This is my favourite part of the show, and we're contractually obliged to do it. And we have to play this every week. Every week. Hey, Jay. Oh, hey, Taz. Hey, Jay, how are you doing? Uh, you? you know, it's been a bit of a weird day, but uh, yeah, it's good to hear you, mate. Yeah, time, time travel will do that to you. Um, yeah, how, how, how's, how's he treating you? Has he hurt you yet? <laughs> he doesn't do that. He, he probably will. He'll probably emotionally hurt you, if nothing else. That's, that's kind of what he does. <clears throat> He's a horrible man. Such a dick. Anyway, so this week we're going to play Where the Fuck Is Taz? Um, a little bit, a little bit off the cuff, really, because you know we're all, we're all running in panic from the um, from the Ventura level collapse that Time Drug Rich caused. Um, thanks for that, by the way, Time Drug Rich. Um, I hope all of the lives that were no longer that no longer happened as a result of your negligence um, come back and haunt you in your sleep. Um, so we're hiding out. We're hiding out above a famous city, um, a famous city in the U.S. Um, during during a timeline, during a time period where where it's nice to kind of nice Washington D.C. No, it is not anymore. Um, <laughs> it is definitely not. Um, however, it is a January. The, so here comes your first clue. Um, if you do remember how we play, where the fuck is Taz? Just to explain for the audience at home, um, I will give you three clues about where we are, and you will tell us where you think we are. And if you get a break, then awesome. Um, if not, then you kind of suck just as much as Tandre Grid. No, I'm only joking. You can suck that much. Okay, so. Clue number one. It is January 22nd. It is 1995. It is the location of the 1995 Royal Rumble. That's number one. Do not use the console. Do not use the console. Rich, if he touches that console, if, he, if you stop him from touching that console, I will give you a pride cookie. San Antonio, Texas. <laughs> Clue number two. The event was attended by around 10,000 fans, and number seven was Tom Pritchard. I know that doesn't help you discern Somewhere anything to do with the location. <laughs> okay, and the final clue. In fact, um, let's, let's see if we have a countdown. Um, I, I'm in charge of the countdown. I, I, I um, Clone Rich, Clone Rich, can you find me a countdown? Yeah, just give me a second. I'm just networking up to my PC, mate. Okay, it's going to take a few moments then. Um, so while that, while that goes, um, how are you, how are you finding life, Jay? What's been going on since I last spoke to you? I've, I'm out of prison. That's good news. Good news. Yeah, yeah, no. Um, me and Nigel, me and Nigel, kind of, kind of met up. Um, Nigel McGuinness, you are Nigel McGuinness. Nigel McGuinness. Yeah, he's got. He he ends up in control of the retardist. You know the one you're in now, but but in the future, I don't know how. Oh, right. I don't know how that happens. Well, um, but yeah, no. Um, great. He's well, doing all right. What's that? Yeah, he, he rescued me, um, and yeah, we we found. Ooh, ooh, we also found Robert Rich. We also found Robot Rich, that was kind of cool. Um, yeah, so we were quite pleased with that as well. Um, and what about yeah, Robot, I, J? Robot J? Robot J? There was a Robot J. 
No, no one told me there was a Robot J. Um, yeah, Tandrit Richard. Um, yeah, there the was a Robot J. Um, are you telling me no one knows where it is? No, sorry. Um, news to me. Ah, oh, shit, that's going to come back to haunt us. Probably is, but seems to on this ship. Okay, um, the other rich, the other rich, the real rich. Have you found the countdown? This isn't kind of confusing at all. This is a really good idea. We should do this more often. Have you found the countdown? <laughs> I have found the countdown, yeah. Um, hang on, hang on. Let me find, let me find, let me find. Where is it? Where is it? Uh, how about Corey's countdown? Would that work? Uh, Corey's countdown. I hate Corey's countdown. Well, it's the only one I can find. All right, this is Curry Graves. This is Curry Graves doing a countdown for you. You have 30 seconds. I'm going to give you your final clue. This pay-per-view took place at the Youngling Center that at the time was called the USF Sundome. Dino Tess, where the fuck are you? Tampa, Florida. Somewhere in Texas, I knew it. <laughs> yep, yep, Tampa, Florida, in Texas. Yeah, I mean, that's that's <laughs> exactly where we are. Excellent. Um, yep, no. Um, in fact, Jay, in fact, Jay, I'm going to send you a, pri- a, a pride cookie. It's going to be a cookie that means I'm proud of you. It's what I'm sending out to people I like now, um, because I'm proud of you for dealing with what is a very difficult day. Do not let Time Drink Rich have any, because he shirks. Thanks, Taz. That's, that's all right. That's all right. So, yeah, um, we're just going to mill around here and um, keep an eye on the planet Earth and see if there's any of those incursions. Um, I'm assuming that I'm supposed to be looking out for, um, for like, your evil son, Rich, Tundrick Rich. Yeah, yeah. If you could do that, mate, that'd be that'd be like Beezer. Is that what people say now? I don't know. It'd be really good. Beezer. <laughs> what? Beezer. Yeah, like he's from 1920s. What the hell? Um, <laughs> yeah, no. Um, yeah, no. Um, so yeah. Um, other than that, we'll just keep an eye out. We'll keep an eye out for um, for all of those kind of. Those kind of time drink incursions. Awesome. Hi, I'm MJF. This is an automated message to tell you that this transmission is being hijacked on behalf of AEW, in league with WWE and the organization. If you're a woman and like wrestling and we don't disintegrate you during this exchange, please feel free to subscribe to Heels. Heels, women in wrestling. Aww. Putting you through to our representative now. This is Kelly Omega of the starship Genova. Occupants of the unidentified retardis, please submit yourselves for investigation and disintegration. Kenny Omega? What's going on? Oh, hey Taz, how you doing? Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad at all. You got released from prison? Yeah, I even got an upgrade to my ship. Oh, that's so cool. So what you talking to a known criminal for? Excuse me. Time Duke Rich here. Ah, there we go. That sounds like the criminal I'm after. So, I'm about a week out and then prepared to be boarded. Uh, Kenny? Um, 
Hope, yeah, it's Taz again. Hope you don't mind, but um, could you, like, not do that? On a normal day for you, Taz, I totally would not do that. But turns out that the organization have kidnapped Kota Ibushi, the love of my life. No, that's really shitty. Ah, it happens about once a season. Taz, your future self's on board. Oh, for fuck's sake, this guy. Okay, Kenny, um, bit of a change of plan. I'm going to kick your ass instead and buy those guys time to leave. Oh. Well, I'm not going to be there for like another week, so... Could you just like... Get them to sneak out now? Kind of really want to fight you. The last one I had was like... Christmas 2019. Think we can work that in next week? I don't know. Do you have some technology that might be useful to me? Probably. Okay then. Let's go for next week. Bro, then we'll find what's up. Totally going to find what's up. Ooh, let me tell you. The things that are up, totally going to be there. So in agreement? Yep. Well, good day then. Good day to you as well, sir. Bye-bye. AEW guys totally do the best promos. Oh, before I go, is this like a proper feud? Or is this like one of those one and done things? Uh, I don't know. I was going to kind of see how the story panned out. Oh, okay. Because if it's a feud, I want to have the most wins. Well, it doesn't always work like that. You know, sometimes I can be a bit better. So how about if you win the first two matches and then I, I win the third one, but really decisively? I mean, technically we could do that. I, I, I don't know, it's kind of a bit messy at the moment. Yeah, you're right. We should probably just play it by ear. Hey, you never know. Next week might never happen anyway. That's true. We are kind of flying by the seat of our pants. You know, I wasn't even called in to be in this episode until about three minutes before airing. Yeah, honestly speaking, long-term storytelling must be a real nightmare. Uh, guys, can we take this offline? Kind of doing a podcast here? The rumors are true. He is a dick. Right? Anyway, guys, I'll hold the phone here. Uh, see you later, Jay. Yeah, bye, Jay. Oh, hey, is that Clone Rich? I've heard good things. Oh, fuck you yeah, guys so much. <laughs> so, yeah, that was that was apparently where the fuck is Taz, whatever that is. Um, how long has that been going on? <laughs> so long right now. I still haven't got any right. Oh. Are you sure? Yeah. Hmm. Fair play. Maybe next time. Maybe next time. <laughs> Maybe. Here on J-Fabe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dearie me. Dearie me. I'll me and Taz have the best time. I bet you do. Yeah. I bet you do. You and you and all your you and all your fancy non-Time Duke friends. I, oh, no, he is a Time Duke. Yeah, 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 he is. Stole he, he that around, me. but we'll, we'll just, you know, just leave that there. So, there's a rumoured Adam Cole exit from... WWE um, that Bullet Club have commented on. Um, tell me about this, Jay. Well, basically, his contract's coming up. Oh, so they're just creating buzz. Obviously, Adam Cole being an oh, ex-member, okay. a member itself. Well, obviously, he's an ROH, but mm. the Young Bucks before Mighty Squirrel came and uh, took him out and became part of the Bullet Club himself. But it's, it's just buzz, Seems- isn't it? Really, I don't. I don't think Adam Cole will, will go anywhere. I don't just think he would um, at the moment either. But I'm, I'm, I'm definitely. That was the one that tweeted out about it. It's definitely interesting, um, and the Bullet Club are really playing into WrestleMania season quite well, knowing that there's a lot of, um, knowing that there's a lot of kind of issues that can arise with contracts around this time of year, um, and exploiting that to their advantage. I think is really, really clever of them. Um, yeah. Pit saying um, who, could be, who could be the one to go to go to ROH and be the representative bullet club. That Cole. would be fantastic. 
that would be fantastic. I would. It's I just would. The product's really stop bad that. at the moment, so I probably wouldn't. He probably wouldn't want to go there. Yeah, he probably wouldn't. I mean, NXT is a really lucrative deal for him. Um, let's be honest. Um, so, yeah, we'll have to see. Oh, what did you think to the new sliding doors in the Retardis, by the way? New sliding doors. Oh yeah, of course. You've never been in a Retardis before. Oh well, yeah. No, we've always had sliding doors. We're we're a modern, modern, modern ship. Okay, so um, one of the main they slid pieces. from the middle. Yeah, outwards. like like Star Trek. Yeah, like Star a lift. Yeah. like Star Trek. Yeah. Taz, Taz put them in. Um, he 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 had them on his old ship. That well, the ship over there that that we just talked to. It's really confusing. I don't know how, how your listeners keep track of it, mate. Well, let's um, <laughs> put ourselves out. <laughs> uh, you've been listening to JFabe. We are, we are going to get on our way um, and go and find out what the hell's happening with your noggin, right? You're, you're having dreams crazy about dreams. former lives. Yeah, crazy yeah. dreams. That's been a, that's been a thing. Um, yeah. Don't know why I was in the 80s, but, you know. Who knows? We like a bit of the 80s though. Just getting just getting some 80s music going off in the background there, just to play us out. Um, is Mitch still about? Mitch, Mitch A, Mitch A, we love Mitch. Yeah, he's still about. <laughs> gotta, gotta fly out to, gotta just give a shout out to Mitch. Um, love a bit of Mitch. Um, yeah, you can get in contact with us at anchor.fm forward slash jfabe, um, which I believe is still running. Um, and of course, Jay is at I am not a robot. Um, that is robot spelled zero B zero T in robot. And of course, um, at I am not a time duke to get in contact with my clone, who is currently in 1995, just keeping an eye on the earth with Taz, time duke Taz at time duke Taz. Um, and they are just they are just watching over the earth, making sure that no time duke incursions happen. While we, while we seek out my son, um, who is going to ruin the timeline. Um, and that, that's the story. Enjoy the story. There's, there's, there's that happening. Um, we'll be back very, very shortly. Um, probably within the next week. Um, maybe 10 days. Um, we'll see what happens. But we'll talk more wrestling. We'll go more in depth in NXT, WWE, and AEW. Um, and I might be here to stay as Time Duke Rich. Everyone loves me, as you can tell, as this episode's gone. Um, you know, I'm one of the favourites in this universe. Um, you know, maybe you guys like me too. Send me an email to tell me how shit I am. Oh, don't use email. Just tell me how shit I am. Right. Bye. <laughs> Did you enjoy that? Did you did you enjoy that? Um, did you enjoy that, Jay? Um, Tandrew Rich, just 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 Tandrewking it up, just yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's that's cool. That's that that is very cool. Um, so what? You just there explaining uh, the story. Yeah. And you're just like fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so um, so yeah. Should we just get on get on away? Get on away. Rich, what are you doing up? I told you bed rest. Did did I hear voices? Um, yeah, we've got a passenger. It's Jay, the original Jay. Jay, 
Oh, he's a really cool guy now. Look how young you are. I'm an old man now. I'm an old man. <laughs> Very good, Taz. Yeah, we got your stick. I was dreaming about that time we lost you. And you never came back. That smells like now. The morning lasted forever. You said the silence was deafening. Sorry, he's, he's recalling his time as the old Taz. We mourned a good man. The new Taz, the young Taz. So brave. I don't even know how to tell this part. The Taz that we've just spoken to. It's like a sea of memories. Does this mean we're out of the rift forever? Yes, mate. That means it's time to see Jesse. His memories from the first time are a bit fragmented. I've missed him. I've missed you, Jay. Yeah, that's right, mate. We gotta go see Jesse to work out where to go next. We're finally above an earth which isn't wrecked. Which year's your favorite, mate? We go where we always go. 1988, Rich. 1988. Where the hell is Jesse in 1988? Mexico. Did you miss that episode? I think I did, mate. <laughs> yeah, you could say that. Well, I know the best place to get some quesadillas. What say you we do season three, the long way? Go as long as you want, mate. And so are retardus. Finally back in the universe where it should be. Travels to Quaritro. To come find me. Little do they know. The 1988 is where their world stops turning and the heart of the universe dies. Don't touch that dial. We've been JFabe. Special thanks go to YouTube for letting me steal all these sound effects. If this thing ever gets popular, my god, we're gonna have to do some re editing because we are just fucking over copyright. Just, just destroying it. Like, like, we're doing some serious, serious damage here. Like, not just Billie Eilish, who we didn't even ask, but, like, some of the soundtracks that we're using, like, they're, they're legitimately struggling artists, and we don't even mention who they are. We are, we are garbage people. Just garbage people. Like, make the most of this. Download it. Keep it. Because, yeah, you won't be able to hear this forever. One day iTunes will realize what I've done and this will all have to be replaced with public domain music or just no soundtrack at all. And I ain't rescoring all of that. That's going to sound like shit. Okay, bye. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> yeah, I thought you'd enjoy that one.